0: Okay, it's going. All right. So this is my name is Elena Duffel, and this is the very first episode of Lean Live Lean and Fit podcast.
1: You got the name right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of got it wrong, but that's okay.
1: But it's the so, first time. So. Yes.
0: So um, I'm a trainer here with Mitch Khan. So go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Okay, and I'm Mitch Khan. Yeah. And I have a website, uh, livalenafit.com, and we are trying this out, and we'll see how good we are. Yeah. And hopefully you listen. Yeah. So, Elena, give, give some background on yourself.
0: So a little bit about me is I will be 37 this month, and I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when I was 11 years old. And so, um, I don't know how many years that is total. You do the math. 26. 26 years. Are
1: you
0: sure it's 26? Yeah. About 27? 11 to 37. I think I've been lying to people because I've been saying 27 <laughs> years. So next year will be 27. So, so 26 years.
1: And a little bit more background. Elena, uh, she's going to be a teacher.
0: Yes, that too.
1: So don't send, her, don't send your kids for math class to her.
0: So 26 years. And so, um, I've, I've been somewhat athletic throughout my life. Um, mainly dancing. But, one of the things that I've struggled with my whole you, life.
1: And you were a professional ballerina. Yes.
0: Then. Amongst any, my, amongst many other things. Mm. Um, anyway, so, my point is, I've had troubles with, trouble with weight my whole life and balancing blood sugar. And so I can remember, I don't know, when I was first diagnosed meeting with a dietitian, maybe a handful of times and that was it. That, so it's not like a package uh, deal, when, deal when you're going to an endocrinologist every six months
1: And what type of diet did they put you on?
0: Um, Mainly low carb my entire life. Lower carb. And then like a, uh, I'll never forget this and I don't know why it sticks out, but I can remember my dietician telling me that I could enjoy a fruit roll-up should I ever want something sweet. And so I ate fruit fruit roll-ups for like breakfast, (laughs) 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 lunch, and dinner. (laughs) And so but there's one one story you don't know. And then we'll get to your background, but I want to tell this because I think you'll laugh. So I was 11 when I was diagnosed and it was right around Easter. So my parents got me a an Easter basket. Naturally, I don't know if I remembered I don't I don't know if I believed in the Easter bunny back then, but maybe I did. But the Easter bunny Switched it to sugar-free chocolates in the basket, right? So, here's the twist. I was very excited because I didn't even know that that existed in the world.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but on the back of the package, which is important to, to, to read nutritional labels. N- labels and the warnings that come with it because when you flipped it over and if you read it, if you eat it in excess, it can cause some serious stomach problems. Okay, so because
1: it was sugar, it was sugar-free, sugar, but hydrogen. it had sugar alcohols so, it.
0: Yes. Yeah. So rewind a couple of days before Easter, I had my first kiss. <laughs> okay. About Eleven years old. Yeah, it was like a little peck on my cheek. So, not knowing how babies are made, <laughs> this is all coming. I promise you. So, I, I ate, like, I don't know, it was uh, peppermint patties, York peppermint patties. Oh, yeah. I had, like, the entire bag of them.
1: This was before Easter?
0: On Easter. On
1: Easter, okay.
0: But now, a couple days before, I had my first kiss. Okay.
1: Okay. So, I'm, who, who, so, I'm waiting for the connection here. Yeah, <laughs> It's coming. Okay. I,
0: pick up, I wake up. My stomach was swollen. <laughs> It was making some weird noise, like an alien was gonna come out of it. And I was in a lot of pain. So I thought I had, I thought I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> From the kiss.
1: From the kiss. From
0: the kiss. Not, I had no idea what this chocolate was doing to my, my intestines. So I go and run and, and wake my parents up. And. I didn't want to tell them I had my first kiss, and so I like I hid that, and I was like, what could it be, and they just basically said, how much of the chocolate did you eat, and I showed them, and so then basically I had just suffered from bad gas, and no, I wasn't pregnant from pregnant. a kiss.
1: Did they have sex education where you went to school?
0: <laughs> but that's how innocent, you know... My thinking, well, not yeah. So how, how, this is the lack of nutritional, you know, I mean, well, at like a very young age. More
1: than nutritional, thing. Okay.
0: <laughs> so that's that's what you're dealing here with, Mitch. That's what you're dealing with. So go ahead. That's that's that story. I never told you that story. Well. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs>
1: My background is nowhere near as exciting as that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but tell me, tell me how you started stepping foot in the gym. Like, what motivated you to go from the lifestyle you were living, work-wise, nutrition-wise, to now?
1: Okay, so going back. 11 years now, I was working in the business world and weighed 75 pounds more than I weigh today, and basically unhealthy. Yeah, uh, my blood profile was really bad, I had high triglycerides, high cholesterol, um, on the road to type 2 diabetes, yeah. and a couple of Things also happened around that time. One, I was involved in a father-son indoor soccer game. And within about 30 seconds of running around this smaller field, I thought I was going to die.
0: Well, how old were you?
1: I was, I would have been 55 back then. And how old are you now? I'll be 66 in August. Okay. So, I'm kind of old young, or young old, but anyway, uh, and, and then late, later on that year, I was at my son's outdoor soccer game and sitting on one of those fold-out canvas chairs, and I sat down on it, and the chair broke, ah. and sort of embarrassing in front yeah. of all the other parents. So I I made a joke of it, I looked at the label on the chair and the label said maximum weight limit 250. No. So I realized I was a lot heavier than that. Yeah. Um, And so I made a joke to everybody, well I guess I weigh more than 250. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So all those things sort of combined. That's a good cover up. Yeah. 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 And my wife was bugging me too about losing weight um, and trying to get healthy. I finally got it through my thick skull to uh, start trying to improve my lifestyle. So I... did
0: that include your thick skull?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I started working out, and at the time didn't really... I had worked out off and on throughout my entire life, but never religiously. So I started working out back then, and changed a lot of my eating habits, um, and gradually over time lost all that weight. I got down to actually about 185, 190.
0: How long did it take you?
1: It took about eight, nine months okay. of doing that, And but through the process, I sort of became obsessed with learning as much as I could mm-hmm. about nutrition and and. and Working out, so I ended up getting my trainer certification.
0: But when you started working out, did you now that you're a trained and certified tra- certified trainer? Did you find that you were making mistakes?
1: Oh yeah, okay. yeah. I I didn't really know what I was doing when I first yeah, started. Yeah, but I you did. were
0: just focused on moving,
1: moving and and sort of copying moves of other guys. what yeah. they were doing and. Uh, I mean, I, I had some basic knowledge of working out, but yeah. nothing like I have now. Yeah. Um, in nutrition, I, I sort of learned again by digging in the books, and I, I actually got certified as a in nutrition as well. So I, I, I started to learn more and more, and the more I learned, the more I got interested in it. And as my results started to show physically,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I had people ask me what I was doing, and I would tell them, and and they would ask for help, Mm -hmm. too, so I started helping people that way, uh, while still working uh, a regular job, and I then, you know, kept doing it until about five years ago, when I basically retired from the business world, and became a full-time trainer yeah. here at the gym um, and then over the course of time I just I'm always I've always been interested in learning and and so it's sort of a lifelong process so I have became certified not just as a trainer but as a master trainer which involved learning more about resistance training and mm-hmm. endurance training and nutrition um, and I also uh, became uh, certified as a weight loss specialist and in habit coaching uh, and received another nutrition certification from Precision Nutrition and also became certified through Cornell University and uh, T. Colin Campbell's uh, nutrition program as a plant-based uh, nutrition uh, specialist. And then, because of my age, I train a lot of older adults, and so I run a program called Ageless Fitness, where I have group training for basically people in their 40s on up, Mm -hmm. but there's really no age restriction. I've trained people as old as 80 years old, Uh, and I train people or kids as young as, I had one who started with me when he was in fifth grade, so it runs a gamut, but I'm also certified As a senior fitness trainer through ACE and um, a functional aging specialist through the the Functional Aging uh, Institute. So, like,
0: what's the difference? Like, what mobility is a difference between for age for aging, but when you when you're focusing on the ageless fitness and, and people who are 40 and and above, what do you see? That, that I know mobility is one of them, but what's some other things that you balance?
1: Well, yeah, my main goal is to uh, get them strong. Yeah. Uh, because I think strength sort of trumps everything. So we work on strength quite a bit, and included in the, the strength training is balance, agility, flexibility, um, and just really trying to get people to the point where... They can perform not just acts of daily living but they can go golf they can go play tennis they can go garden they can get on the ground with their grandkids and, and play with mm-hmm. them and then be able to get up off the floor without holding on to something yeah. or, or whatever so we we spend quite a bit of time on exercises uh, just sh- getting up up and down off the ground
0: i think you should incorporate the turkish
1: the turkish get up yeah yeah, they're, actually some of the people I've shown them, I've demonstrated that in class, yeah. so some of them are actually interested in doing yeah. it. Yeah,
0: even if they didn't have the weight.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. just
0: getting yourself up like that is very hard.
1: And, and I start them basically on their knees, kneeling on a yeah. mat, and just taking uh, that first step of coming up off the ground from a uh, kneeling position, and, uh, you know, some of them have problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and some of it's, you know, due to the physical limitations, and mm-hmm. some of it's just due to, you know, you have to build more strength. Yeah. Uh, but then some of them are uh, actually capable of probably doing a Turkish getup. Mm-hmm. And we've we've actually done the first couple of steps to that move. That's good. Yeah, but not, not a complete move. So, but I have to say that in the Almost two years I've been running the ageless fitness program, it's uh, shown the people have shown remarkable improvements. The ones who have consistently come uh, to, the, yeah. to the sessions.
0: I'm not part of the ageless fitness, but I never would have thought I could glute bridge lift. Is that the right glute bridge? Yeah, yeah,
1: but the glute raises with the weight, yeah.
0: I never would have thought I could could do, was it 135, was it hundred? Yeah, you did 135
1: yeah. pounds the other day, yeah. yeah.
0: I would have never have ever attempted that.
1: Yeah. And you also did push-ups with some weight on your back. Yeah, right? I would
0: have, ne- ne- well, I'm still in pain from that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah.
0: Fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. it felt like my chest was cracking open. Really? Yeah. But I guess I just don't. Get down on the floor that much like
1: that. But well, you're doing that good, and you were doing squats to a pretty low position today. The gl- the,
0: the goblet squat.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: See, I really thought I was doing that correctly.
1: Well, that's why even coaches need coaches. Yeah. Because it I helps mean, but I,
0: but I really did think I was like
1: getting down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So not to. Switch the conversation, but while I'm thinking about it, when I first met you—well, officially met you—because I i always seen you in the gym. Yeah, because you, know, you had
1: you've been a member of the gym yes. for for a while before you. Yes, got hired here.
0: And so, um, when I officially met you, when I was interviewing for the just to work here part time, not even as a trainer. I don't even think she had thought of it that way too but I guess
1: anyway
0: so I think we had like the wrong impression of each other at that meeting would you agree
1: I don't know what was your impression
0: well so the first so I don't know if it was the the owner of the gym that did the interview that brought up the fact that I was type 1 or if I did I can't remember that part But the part I remember is you looking at me and telling me, not telling me, but suggesting or recommending, I listened to, you know, a couple of influencers on social media that are type 1 and how they eat whole, basically carbs.
1: Yeah. And... Yeah, good carbs. Yeah. Yeah, complex carbs.
0: And I just remember thinking, I was so mad, not mad, I was just like... Here it goes. Another Insult, insulted? Yeah, because people throughout your life try to give you advice all the time. Like, cinnamon, you know, will get rid of your diabetes. Or, um, well, you don't look diabetic because there's like a, a look associated with it. For the most part, obesity. And so I, I just thought you were... Not nuts. That's that's too strong of a word. But I just thought you didn't know what you're talking about. I just was so convinced. But I feel like at the same time you probably thought I didn't know what I was talking. About. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why? Because you were extolling the virtues of a low carb diet. Yes.
0: <laughs> but the look on your face when I was when I you know said I typically eat low carb. You just had this look of like she's just. Clueless. And so
1: am I right well no clueless wouldn't be the you can defend the, yourself at n- any point. No, but clueless wouldn't be what I thought. It it was to me it was another case of being fed sort of the standard line that doctors give people. Yeah. And the thing that I was amazed at not to digress, but...
0: That's okay, because I'm going to go back to it.
1: Okay. It was probably about probably about the same time when I first got involved in the training and nutrition that a doctor told me, and I wasn't aware of this, doctors don't get any nutrition education yeah. in medical school. Yet... And that sort of shocked me, because I thought, you know, they you go know to the everything. doctor, they, they know everything yeah. about the body, yeah. and, and they give nutrition advice, yeah. and people listen like it's the gospel. That's true. And all of a sudden, that belief was sh- sort of shaken, but then as I thought about it, it's like, well, you see all these obese doctors, yeah. and they're giving you nutrition advice, yet they're not apparently following it, or you see them out and they're smoking it's yeah like, oh
0: yeah i've even seen them have like their pack of cigarettes yeah, yeah. And it's like
1: well this is crazy yeah it is so yeah. i was i was sort of amazed at that so my thought when we going back to what we were talking yeah. about was you know a doctor that basically been giving the same the advice that yeah. every doctor probably gives to a diabetic which
0: yeah.
1: is you know low-carb diet well
0: and or it's not even just diabetics it's it's People who are, um, I've worked with several people who are getting, like, the lap band surgery, low carb, um, uh, pre-diabetic or, yeah, pre-diabetic would be a good, um, a good way of, yeah, uh, you know, low carb, but what they don't tell you is when you're eating low carb, you're consuming a lot of fat. And so, anyway, so going back to that moment in in, in April was when I um, officially met you. It took about, I don't know, two weeks for me to kind of warm up to you because I thought, oh, he's he just really doesn't know what he's talking about. He just does not know what he's talking about. And so then there was one day you were eating... No, we went to eat at... No, a lot... Yeah. I think what changed me was when we went to eat Mexican, all of us.
1: Yeah.
0: And... I was consuming, like, this plate full of chicken and cheese and tequila. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then I look over at Mitch, and he's eating properly. And then it just... Honestly, I was like... you know But then But then You I were heard, judging me I was judging big time Wow But Then That's when She had us introduce Our Basically tell us Cause you have nothing on the walls Like there's nothing I don't know other Other than like You know Going to your social media And your website Like what all You Know And so when she Allowed us to go around And kind of talk about Backgrounds, and you were listing the things that you're certified in. I then I started going, okay. So he's knowledgeable, book wise, but does he really practice what he preaches? Um, putting pra- or putting theory to what is it? What am I trying to say? Theory to practice, right? Yeah. So over time. You know, your influence has rubbed off, is what I'm saying. Well, that's good. Yeah. Basically, I thought you were full of crap. And then I was wrong, 100%. Gee.
1: That's good enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I've been accused of being full of crap before, (laughs) so that's not surprising.
0: But I don't know why I was so resistant. Re- resisting, resistant towards your knowledge.
1: Well, I think people are people are afraid of change. Yeah. And I was coming in just from the standpoint of trying to give some information to help guide you to maybe think about it differently. Yeah. Because I did, I don't think I came on strong. Not at all. Yeah.
0: But it, but it, that bugged me. It was like irking me enough to where I was, well, I guess, in a weird way, wanting to prove you wrong. But you were right. Well, that. So, well,
1: I'm glad you switched because well, you're seeing good results. Yeah. Now.
0: So a little bit about what's happened is basically, I was eating meat, animal protein. I would probably say 30 to 40 grams a, a meal probably, 20 at the very least.
1: Yeah, you mean. And then
0: snacking, I was eating like a devil not a deviled egg, but a, a hard boiled egg because that was always tr- talked about as a healthy diet. Yeah. Or a healthy snack.
1: Yeah.
0: So, if you can see his face right now, he looks so proud. <laughs>
1: No, well, I'm proud. Yeah. I'm proud because
0: you, you were right.
1: You, well, not that I'm right, that you listened to me. Yeah, you got it through your
0: thick skull. skull. Yeah,
1: uh, and it helped.
0: It, it did. Because
1: my my only goal was to help you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad it did. So so
0: I'm the smug one. <laughs> I'm I'm the I really had to like not because I, I, I've always had like this thing against people who have tried to give me advice about nutrition because for my disease that's what it was that's what it really was well I
1: think a lot of people are like that yeah. I think I mean think about all the people we talk to in the gym who come in for fitness consults yeah. that you know they definitely need help yeah they need advice yet they're they're resistant to yeah. it for whatever reason and what bugs me and I and I can't do anything about it but what bugs me is the fact that it will take probably a medical emergency yeah where that person might be on the operating table yeah. with the surgeon over them hovering over them with a saw about to you know cut them open their yeah. breastbone yeah. because they need a bypass or something. And, like, why why does it have to go to that extreme to uh, cause somebody to really change the yeah. way they're eating or they're moving?
0: So, the other part to that is, I don't want to forget one thought, so I'm going to have to table it over here. But, just... just so... Over the past, but I don't know, really, month, I've completely cut animal protein out of my diet. So it's been right at a month. But I was still eating some, like, some cheese, like, here and there. No, no, I cut cheese out first, dairy, and then I started cutting out meat at every meal. And so my my point in telling you all that is... I saw a difference in my upper body, and two, my blood sugars. So, what I'm curious to see is when I go to my eye doctor in a couple weeks. So I have little spots of retinopathy. You know what that is?
1: I know what that is, but you might want to explain it to us, explain yep. it for the listeners.
0: So, a neuro no. retinopathy is the little blood vessels in your eyes. That basically tire out because of your blood sugar's being crazy, going up and down, um, and they burst. And so, if you have too many of them, it can essentially cause you to go blind. Right. And so, um, but to prevent that, they can do surgery to seal up the. Uh, the
1: yeah, blood Yeah.
0: And so that's been like one of my huge biggest fears with this disease: is losing my eyesight. And so, I've, I'm curious to see. I've had a couple of highs, but that was just, like, by mistake. I'll be curious to see how much better my eyeballs look inside.
1: And you should ask uh, the ophthalmologist.
0: He's a re- y- yeah. Redna special. specialist, yeah.
1: That uh, should also ask just... How uh, how red and how wide the, the blood vessels are. Okay, you know, just to make sure there's.
0: Well, I have photos too because they give them to me. Yeah. You know, because they do. You know,
1: they, Yeah, I have the same thing done because yeah. I had a detached retina.
0: It's just, but yeah. So the my point is. is You've now become like this buzzword. Your name is literally said millions of times in in a given day in my house.
1: In a good way, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Mitch says, "Well, when I was talking to Mitch, well, Mitch has recommended." <laughs> <laughs> well, Mitch doesn't do that. Well, you know, and so it's it's kind of funny how so it's like weird that I've You in the gym for three freaking years.
1: Never really talked to you. No,
0: and now you're literally this huge part of my life.
1: Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, Yeah. it's a really good thing. Yeah.
0: So, my point of saying all that is if it's just me that has expanded my knowledge of not only strength training but nutrition, I mean, my brain is just thinking of all of the people that
1: could use that help. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, I a couple years back, I, I ran a uh, weight loss coaching yeah. program here. It was really that's the, what
0: I wanted
1: you to talk about too. Yeah, and it revolved around habit change, and we we focused on changing habits and worked on one habit for a period of time before we'd move on to the yeah. next habit. Um, and and people, you know, lost weight. Yeah. They 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 felt better and it it wasn't sustainable though because it wasn't a diet I mean, yeah I, it's I, a lifestyle. I, don't, yeah, I don't really believe in diets I, I was trying to get people to change their lifestyle yeah. through habit change, behavior yeah. change and that's a, a difficult thing to do and people have to motivate themselves as opposed to me motivating yeah. them. Um, and, but some people, you know, we can think of one person that went through the program that has mm-hmm. done really well. Yeah. And so yeah. it, it just depends on if you're really, if that lifestyle change is really something that resonates with you, then the, you're willing to you know, go the extra yeah. couple of feet to, to make it work for you, yeah. and and you need support too. I mean, you need family support. And,
0: yeah, and but if you're important. if you're motivated, that really wouldn't even. I mean, it does play a factor, but you know, when you're when you're you're like, I don't know. To me, I'm like, screw everybody. I don't even care if you know Andrew didn't you know wasn't helping. I because I'm so I'm so driven. By how I feel at this point, yeah, that I don't really let other things influence me, but I understand that. I understand the family. support. Yeah. I do.
1: Yeah, it, it, yeah. You know, it's tough when you, if you're, if you're, let's say the wife and the husband's not supporting yeah. you, and the kids aren't interested yeah. in it. Yeah. So you you end up having to make two different meals. So it's yeah. it's it's hard for people, uh, and I I totally get that, but. It's also possible to do yeah because uh, I've seen people do it and
0: does that make you feel good
1: when it, when
0: when you see people like switch to a, a better diet a better training program oh. like how does that make you feel
1: yeah I, I feel good and,
0: yeah. and I don't feel like you really understand like what a difference it makes I don't think it really settles in your brain I'm not calling you dumb i'm just saying i don't think you really
1: understand the impact maybe not i mean i I feel good when people are successful because i'm i mean my goal is to help people yeah and that's it i mean that's sort of my mission is to help people get healthy stay healthy and be able to live a a life that where they can remain active and 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 have a quality of life that's that's really good. Yeah. I mean, because we see people all the time who come in and sit down across the desk from us who you know, they're 15 years younger than me and they look yeah. like they could be my mom or dad. Yeah. And it's, it's really sad. Yeah. And they know they know what uh, they need to do, but they're not willing to, to take that next step. And, and being in the South too, I think because you know, I'm a whole food plant based, either, and don't use oil and, and minimal sugar or, or salt. I mean, very minimal. But it, it's sort of hard
0: mm-hmm.
1: fighting, it's an uphill battle because we're fighting people who have been raised on meat and threes, yeah. fried food, yeah. and
0: now keto. Where everybody
1: thinks, oh, if it's meat, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've gone through paleo, keto, and now the yeah. new thing is the carnivore diet where all you do is yeah. eat meat. And I can't imagine what the inside of their intestines yeah. look like. It's putrefying yeah. in there. But, you know, you have to combat that because there's people out there and there's even doctors out there who are advocating yeah. that. And it's really scary. Yeah,
0: it
1: is. But... You yeah, my goal, and one of the things we're going to do here in the gym is, is run a, uh, a nutrition, health, and healthy lifestyle education program that will run for ten or eleven weeks, yeah. and hopefully we get people signed up, and yeah.
0: they're going to sign up
1: and get them educated, without trying to necessarily convert them to maybe my way of eating, whole food plant based eating, although. If they can become more plant-predominant in their eating, mm-hmm. meaning that they eat more fruit and vegetables. Which and, I
0: did think you were just nuts. Not nuts, but that's a strong word. But I just thought, how? That's what I was thinking. Like, how? What is... How? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and... and What a low-carb diet does is basically because you don't have carbs running in your system turning into glucose in your bloodstream, it sort of becomes a non-issue, yeah. but it's really not addressing anything. Because,
0: yeah.
1: especially for type 2 diabetics, who the, the cause is really the, the intracellular oh. fat that's residing in their muscles and their, and their liver, and it's basically clogging up the insulin receptors yes. on their cells, and you know, if you if you eat a low carb diet, you're you're also taking in a lot of fat. Yeah. So, it,
0: which leads me to my favorite word that you always talk about. I can't pronounce it. The etho. etho
1: the endothelium.
0: Endothelium. That whole thing. Yeah. Especially, that, I don't care if you're type one, type two, type one and a half borderline whatever anybody would need to know the effects that's what I was trying to think of that's what I was trying to think of earlier is what was the pivotal moment personally for me with your knowledge that just screwed me up and just fucked me just, <laughs> just screwed crazy. me up to where it, it impacted me and it, and it was the endothelium
1: Process. You, you, you said the word. I know. Yeah. That's I good. I thought about it. I visualized yeah. it and I said it. Yeah. 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 So what, what happens is, you know, when you eat plants, um, it basically, and you can sort of accelerate it too, but if you eat plants, you basically, especially greens, and especially maybe cooked greens with little balsamic vinegar mm-hmm. on them. it basically goes through a process as you digest it and it creates
0: nitric oxide so why is not what is what is nitric oxide and why is it i mean i know what it is but why is it important for the body
1: well the endothelium What's, which is the inner lining of the blood vessel basically produces nitric oxide and it basically keeps your blood vessels dilated what happens though is because we all have having ate the standard american diet for so long you know we have plaque uh, along the, uh, the lining too and that sort of interrupts the flow of nitric oxide or the production of nitric oxide so by eating the greens you're producing nitric oxide and you get this vessel dilation, this dilation of the, of the, the blood vessel. So it, it keeps the blood running smoothly. Yeah. Um, so an example of this is something called beet doping, which <laughs> athletes do. So they'll drink beet juice or eat beets maybe three hours before an athletic event and it, it does the same thing. It dilates the blood vessels so they have more energy they have more endurance and that's a, uh, a really good legal thing to do yeah, in, yeah. in athletics uh, as a matter of fact sometimes when I go to run you, I'll, I'll eat some beets a couple hours before you, uh, just to help
0: do you eat it or do you, do you drink it it doesn't matter
1: I, I, I like eating beets It's sort of a it's sort of a acquired taste. I I hated beets growing up, but I was eating beets. You know, my parents would serve beets out of a can. It was like, yeah, "Yeah." it's a little different. But
0: but don't you think you probably changed your mindset because it's not it's not so much for the taste at this point. It's for what it does
1: to your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So it kind of like switches your mind to going well. Screw the taste.
1: yeah, they don't taste bad. I mean, if you roast them or uh, put a little white wine and uh, balsa, balsamic yeah. vinegar on them, they're they're really good. They they get tasty. Yeah. But it is an acquired taste. Yeah. Uh, and I, I the only time I've I've drank beet juice a couple times where it's mixed up with other uh, yeah. other fruits and vegetables. Oh, yeah. But, not
0: vodka.
1: Not vodka. No. <laughs> not vodka. No. <laughs>
0: so the animal protein talk about that that's what so I am worried about my blood vessels obviously going back to retinopathy and anybody can get retinopathy you don't have to just be diabetic yeah it's just over time any kind of strain that you put on your body whether it's weight excessive drinking whatever it can make your blood vessels tire out so but I think that was the most eye-opening thing for me is is what it was doing. I'm already I'm already diseased, but, you know. But what what I didn't realize what I was eating was actually harming what I was trying to prevent in the first place.
1: Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I don't know if you're diseased because isn't type one more of an autoimmune disorder? It is. Yeah. It's so. a.
0: Dis- well,
1: it yeah. It is. I mean, it's a disease, but yeah. it's, it's not like you're communicable and uh, not pass it on to anybody. But, <laughs> no, <laughs> no,
0: but yeah. I say disease because it's just.
1: But they don't even really know what causes it. I mean, no. you weren't necessarily born that way, because you said it wasn't. No, but I... I was
0: sick a lot. But I had, I had. An incredible see I've read so many things where kids have had like a really bad um, what's the word uh, ear infection or some kind of weird viral infection and then that next thing they know they're type one so it has to be triggered by something or, Well, they think well, it might be it might viral. be virus related yeah yeah,
1: yeah. And, and that's why there's now they have that new label of Type 1.5 that oh, yeah. is same as type yeah. one, but it be, it, it hits uh, later adults in life. later in life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And
0: the actual title of this autoimmune disease or deficiency, disorder? What is it? Disorder. That's the word. Is di- diabetes mellitus? So, mellitus is viral that. The us, or the mellitus, isn't that like a root word, Greek... Root
1: Greek, Latin. Something. Yeah.
0: For viral, I think. I feel like you would know that. I didn't know. I don't know. I'm just assuming. Back to my point. The animal protein, when it goes through your endothelium... Endothelium. Yeah, good, twice. <laughs> it wears it out over time.
1: Right. Right, well, animal protein is... No matter how much we like our hamburgers yeah. and our steaks, it's it's really it's really not a good it's not a good food to eat because it, it it causes so many issues.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: and they're all pretty much negative. And they've already shown that animal protein actually is one of the causes for cancers. Yeah. Uh, among other things. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, think about it. Um, we're sort of in the primate family. hmm And think about chimpanzees or gorillas and what are they eating out there?
0: Yeah.
1: They're eating plants. Yeah. And they're pretty damn strong. Yeah. Uh, all on plants. Yeah. So it's not you know, we've, we've been fed this sort of line of BS that yeah. you need animal protein. You need you to need, uh, have your whey protein or your casein protein yeah. uh, after your workout. Yep. And, uh, Which is just added calories. Yeah And fat. Yeah. And casein protein in, in particular is carcinogenic.
0: Mm.
1: But, you know, guys in the gym are... Down yet, yeah. yeah. So it's something that the mass marketers in the food industry and the dairy industry and the meat industry have sort of fed to the public, yeah,
0: so that men and women can get nice and beefy, yeah. But so, they so never really reach a to me, to me, when I look at someone that's like keto. I know you. This may be something that you don't agree with, but I think they have a different look versus someone that's vegan, veg, vegetarian. I'm gonna leave out, but vegan or whole food plant based. There's just a different look. I don't know how to explain it.
1: Yeah. Why? Well, I, I no. I agree with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you know the skin tone is different. Yeah. The hair. Is different. Yeah. And
0: uh, the muscle tone is different. See, that's where I don't think you. See yeah,
1: I, I, you know that's a that's a good question because you know we see a lot of people who are who are telling us that they're yeah. they're doing keto and um, there's like they, a layer of Of fat.
0: Yeah, like the tone. I feel like. Well,
1: it's, yeah, and it's interesting you say that because if you think about when we do the uh, body scan with yeah. people. And I've done a lot, and you, your experience yeah. might be the same thing. I've done a lot of the guys who are look muscled yeah. and, and lean, yet no one matches my number. No. Uh, and that's not bragging, that's no. just, you know. You should brag but is but, but
0: not bragging you should
1: but, brag. But here is this almost 66 year old guy yeah. the, the machine is showing that I had really low body fat and about nine years younger than my chronological age.
0: The and only part that I think you're bragging on is the body fat percentage. <laughs> which was like what was your body fat percentage?
1: It was actually a little high. I think it was. Oh,
0: excuse me. It
1: was twelve percent, twelve point two percent.
0: What would you like it to be?
1: I've been measured as low as ten uh, a while back. Okay. But that—that that was. My I think couch. that's
0: just in my one leg. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no. But I just think you have a different look when I'm looking at other people who are who they're. They're in shape but their bodies look different their muscles tone they' everything looks different to me
1: yeah yeah but because, maybe I'm just no I think I think they have they have more fat in their body because we're seeing it in terms of the breakdown yeah. of subcutaneous and visceral fat and no one, and no one's had a really low
0: mm.
1: as low a body fat percentage yet I look at the guys and, and they look lean
0: yes they and, do.
1: But they're not, they're,
0: they're... They're just a little beefy.
1: Yeah, they're eating animal products. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that, I think that's one of the differences. Yeah. Um, so...
0: And I really could never tell how lean you were and your muscle tone and how strong you were until we started working out.
1: Yeah, because I wear that baggy shirt, right? My baggy shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I just think that this is just my opinion, you should not wear that because I think that, to me, I think dudes especially need to start seeing. A, they need to see that modeled behavior.
1: Yeah. Does that uh, make sense? Yeah, yeah, I get that.
0: And so they're walking around with their shirts hanging off, and they're they're toned and everything, but that's it. They're not really strong. Does that? Yeah. I mean they they're conditioned but I just think that you have a different level of of strength physical strength and a look that people want but I don't think they understand. They don't know it's there because you wear a, a
1: baggy shirt.
0: A trash bag. You know,
1: yeah. <laughs> as a
0: shirt. But you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think that people I think men really need to see and women need to see like what you're doing. I know you always talk about your age, but I don't think that's really I know that's important in your world in your mind, but in terms of influencing people, they they really need to see it too, to believe it.
1: Yeah, and I I, I think that's a good point that I probably have ignored over yeah. the, the time that I've been here. Because I
0: had no idea. The the past year the three years I've been here before I started working, I had no idea. I had no
1: idea yeah. that
0: this was all there.
1: Yeah, and and I, I think, and I agree with you. I agree with you. And I, I also think that, especially with some of the older people who are working yeah. out in here, you know, I want them to see, okay, here's a guy yeah. who is older than me that is doing all these yes. things that yeah. I can't even dream about yet. Right. Uh, so
0: and it's gonna come off intimidating at first.
1: Yeah, it and I, is, and I don't want to be intimidating. Well, you're
0: just gonna to have to deal with it. Yeah, and it's even, okay. Yeah, I. They're well, gonna be intimidated because I, that's just.
1: I, I very rarely let other people's thoughts about me uh, okay. influence me. So yeah. I, uh,
0: so, but I think that's kind of a trend that's just on the on the verge of like busting open is I don't think a lot of people take into consideration the the nutrition part in focusing on how food can fuel your body versus and that maybe that's a whole other discussion is how it it makes you feel when you eat it emotionally
1: yeah 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 well it depends on how you look at food yeah you know is food There for basically fueling your body, like Mm -hmm. you said, or is food just there to eat it and enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. And that's not to say that I don't enjoy the food that I eat. Oh, yeah. Because I do, but I'm also selective as to what I put in my body. Absolutely. Because it's the only body I got.
0: Yeah.
1: And You want to fuel it properly, you want to treat it properly, and that goes for food as well as hydration.
0: I think one of the things that you need to work on habit-wise is, you know, changing your shirt, basically.
1: Changing my shirt. (laughs) Okay, well, we're going to wear tighter shirts.
0: Well, just a shirt that you can see your strength.
1: Yeah. I mean, because
0: when you're doing things, still, like, even when you're, if you wore that baggy ass shirt, even when, when you're doing, like, the dips where you were counting, what were those called? Counted dips?
1: Well, I was just, for each rep I did, I counted the number of uh,
0: seconds you were holding.
1: Yeah, so if I did one dip, I'd hold it for one second. As I got to, like, three dips, I'd hold it for three seconds. When I got to five dips, I'd hold for five seconds in a down position. And I...
0: But if I saw you doing that with that ding-dong of a shirt, I would, I, I don't know, I guess seeing is believing, believing bitch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got to get rid of my shirt. <laughs>
0: it's... It's like the one thing. This is the one thing.
1: She's been bugging me about my shirt now for at least a week.
0: <laughs> it's really, it's actually been bugging me for a lot longer, but
1: you just brought it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Anyway. But and, and then just.
0: I think your influence is strong, but I just think it can be so much stronger.
1: Yeah, if people pay attention, that's that's the thing. And and
0: But they're gonna they're gonna bug you at first, like I did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I've been here almost five years, so people have seen me work out for five years off, you know if they're in the gym at the time I'm working out. Yeah, but.
0: which is the butt crack of dawn. But yeah, but
1: but you've been throwing it out there a few times. Like, just, like, the yeah. tricep dips with the 900 pounds. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't like that. But, yeah, well, yeah. I, I'm also modest, so I don't want to show off. I, I don't want to be out there looking like I'm showing off. You know, because I'm not doing it to show off. I'm doing it to basically get stronger. So, I do things that are meant to get me stronger
0: well I'm I'm gonna show off
1: <laughs> well you can show off yeah
0: I'm gonna show off yeah I think it's important yeah I mean if, once you reach a, a level of at, uh, you know when you when you become more stronger or skilled I think it's totally in, in your when I say skilled you're doing it properly consistently all of those things yeah I think you should show it off
1: yeah, so maybe when I get my tighter shirts, I'll
0: show off. It's not so much tighter, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's not as, I don't even know it, what size that is. Like 3X or something?
1: No, so I, think I, can, I think it's it's large.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's see. It's large. Yeah, believe it or not, it's large. And I'm not a small guy. But, no, but you're,
0: you're yeah. lean is my, my point. Yeah. And you're, and you're strong. Yeah. You cannot see any of that. All of the things that you're doing to get to, that got you where you are right now physically and, and, and well, both inside and outside is what I'm saying is you can't really see, see that. the gym. Yeah. And that's my point.
1: But no, I understand <laughs> that. I understand that. <laughs> We're going to work on that. Okay. That's. That's Even just like
0: a black shirt with like your name
1: or something in your I don't know. And uh, we're gonna make that my habit One change for the worst. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's cool. Okay. And we're we're going to wrap this episode okay. up. Okay. <laughs> and hopefully you've enjoyed it. Our little rambling session. And we will be putting these out Weekly.
0: Sounds
1: good. So, hopefully, you enjoy and you listen, and you guys have a great day. And at that, we've talked for almost an hour, hour. believe it or not. That's normal, though. Yeah. So, that's great.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you take care, everyone, and uh, we'll
0: talk to you next time.